The Tapper Teacher Training is an annual retreat for homeschooling parents, a live in-person gathering that brings together heart-centered homeschoolers from all over the world for hands-on learning, community, connection, and fun. And I'd love to see you at Taproot 2024. We'll gather August 1st through 4th at a camp in Northeastern Ohio for a long weekend of engaging workshops, hiking and yoga, and personal reflection. Taproot gives everyone a chance to experience and practice singing, painting, and building main lessons in order to foster a deeper understanding of the hands-on, Waldorf-inspired approach. A team of experienced homeschoolers offer guidance rooted in each of their family's life to help bring you more joy to yours. This is our 18th year of offering this amazing experience. You can learn more at artofhomeschooling.com slash taproot2024. You're listening to the Art of Homeschooling podcast, where we help parents cultivate creativity and connection at home. I'm your host, Jean Miller, and here on this podcast, you'll find stories and inspiration to bring you the confidence you need to make homeschooling work for your family. Let's begin. the beginning of summer. It's so full of hope and for fun and relaxation. Seriously, as homeschooling parents, we are so ready for a break. I always found that by mid-May every single year, I was just ready to be done, to let it all go and have a break from it all, the planning, the directing, the redirecting. But the summer can get away from us so quickly and even devolve into a bit of a messy tangle pretty darn fast. That's why in today's episode, I'm inviting you to take a minute now before summer begins to think about how you want your summer to go. How do you want to feel when summer comes to a close? And let's start with this interesting question. Have you set any summer intentions yet? Because here's the thing. I know we can almost taste that desire, that desire for relaxing in the shade with an iced tea or lemonade. But if we throw all structure out the window, we find that our children, our lives become quite unmanageable, even a bit chaotic and stressful. Am I right? So what's the answer? How can we do summer in a truly relaxed fashion? Well, today I have six tips for having a relaxed summer with your family. And with these tips, you can find the balance you're craving between structure and freedom. The truth is that the first tip is the very most important one, to set an intention for yourself. 
how do you want to feel throughout the summer months? And then when you're looking back at the end of the summer, that's the place to start with yourself. And then you can move on to thinking about the rest of your family. So let's dive in. Tip number one, set your summer intentions. I often begin to feel that pull for sipping my iced beverage under the apple tree sometime in May, even sometimes at the end of April. But I've realized there's somehow more to it than that. Yes, I want to slow down. And yes, I want to create space to relax. But I don't want to just be reactive longing for spaciousness as an antidote to perhaps a tiring year or less than perfect homeschooling. It's not just about relaxing outdoors to escape feeling too busy or scattered. As parents, we really need to replenish our hearts, that place of desire, of love and hope. We need to build up a source of energy that our hearts can tap into anytime. So if our intention, if our goal is to replenish our heart forces, how do we do that? And how do we make it a natural part of our daily life, part of our daily rhythm? I looked up the word replenish in the dictionary, and here's what I found. Replenish means to make full or complete again by furnishing a new supply. (laughs) Oh, yes. Let's find more of that. Then I started thinking about reflecting on what Rudolf Steiner said about inner work. He was the founder of the very first Waldorf school, and he talked a lot about the importance of teachers building up their inner strength in order to be able to be present with the children. Steiner wrote about his belief that ancient peoples were capable of a direct spiritual perception. It was just open all the time, their perception of the spiritual world. But he says that as rationality developed, we've lost that ability. And this loss can lead to feelings of alienation. So Steiner developed some exercises to help us reawaken our spiritual perception by working directly to improve certain qualities within ourselves. That's how he talked about inner work. And here are those qualities. Self-control over our thinking, taking initiative, equanimity, which is really quieting our reactive minds and being more balanced, positivity, seeing positive outcomes in situations, open-mindedness, and harmony. If that's what inner work can give us, I'm all in. And I want to invite you to keep these qualities in mind as you set your summer intentions. Here is my own reformulated summer intention after thinking about filling myself back up over the summer and wanting to uh, generate more of these qualities in myself. So here's my one sentence summer intention. 
I want my summer to help replenish my heart forces in a way that allows me to quiet my reactive emotions and celebrate my life as it is right now. Out of that intention, I've created a summertime daily rhythm for myself, and it just has three simple steps or activities in it. The first is wake up and go for a walk first thing in the morning, noticing all the natural beauty around me. I love listening to the birds and seeing whatever new growth is coming up. The second step for me is to engage in heart replenishing artistic activity every day. For me, that's really reading poetry. I love reading poetry and It could also include drawing, painting, writing, whatever you want it to be. And then the third part of my summer daily rhythm is to take a break in the afternoon at tea time under my apple tree or or on the front porch swing, which is a place I love to sit when it's raining outside. And while I'm taking my tea time break, consciously think of all that I'm grateful for. Those are the three pieces to my daily rhythm to help fill myself back up this summer. If you'd like to create something like this for yourself, come join me for the Summer Reset. It's a five-day online experience that I offer every May that will walk you through how to gather the work from this past year and celebrate that, to rejuvenate in this way that I'm describing, and then create some space for a a simple summer ahead. We always keep it light. We walk through the, I walk through these steps with a group of homeschoolers and you can find all the details if you'd like to join me at artofhomeschooling.com slash summer reset. Now back to the other five tips for having a relaxing summer. Tip number two is don't do formal let mean lessons during the summer. Everyone needs a break. If you have blocks that you didn't get to or feel like you didn't complete, then consider sharing the stories from those blocks, but not doing main lesson book work. You might make a plan for a little skills practice a few days a week with lots and lots of games. Just remember to keep it light and summery and fun. You can also set aside time for you to do some planning for next year, but don't let it take over your entire summer. (laughs) Tip number three, keep a steady rhythm going. We all benefit from a bit of rhythm. In fact, structure brings us more freedom rather than less. So be sure to just keep it fresh and simple. If you want more guidance on this, check out episode number 34 here on the podcast to hear more about how to create a simple summer rhythm. Tip number four, choose your summer reading. I love reading novels in the summer. So for you, perhaps it's a novel or two, and then some wonderful adventure stories that you can read aloud with your children. You can find some wonderful suggestions, reading suggestions over on my website in a post called uh, Summer Reading for Homeschool Families. I'll be sure to link to that in the show notes for this episode. Tip number five, spend as much time outdoors as you can. Hiking, biking, swimming, 
playing, gardening, creek walking, picnicking. I love to pick trails that we've never been on before. That's one of my uh, fun summer activities, my idea of summer fun. And we love visiting metro parks in our area that are also new to us. It's good for everyone in the family to explore the great outdoors. And tip number six, create a summer bucket list as a family. Get together, maybe have a little family meeting over muffins or scones or cookies and make a list of fun things you hope to do this summer. Post it somewhere where everybody can see and then every week pick one of them to do. This really does add up to some wonderful memories by summer's end. And there you have it, six tips to help you get clear on how you want your summer to go. Don't forget to join me for the Summer Reset if you want guidance in wrapping up your homeschooling year and making space in your summer for both homeschool planning and family fun. And if you want more ideas, you can check out episode number 131, 10 Ways to Step Away from Homeschooling This Summer. Remember, you can find the show notes for this episode along with links to everything I've mentioned at artofhomeschooling.com slash episode 133. Thanks for joining me today. See you next time. That's all for today, my friend. But here's what I want you to remember. Rather than perfection, let's focus on connection. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Art of Homeschooling podcast. Mm-hmm.